And so we gather on our last Sunday of the year. Um, it, we had always called it Christ the King Sunday. Now we often refer to it as the reign of Christ. But in the culmination of all of our worship, all of our understanding of, of the, the sacraments that we celebrate, the rites that we have, the liturgical, the liturgical year from Jesus' birth through his death and resurrection, and about how to find our way to be disciples of that Jesus, of that Christ, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. That's what this Sunday's about. And so it's a time where we stop to look up and open our vision a little bit wider. A little bit wider knowing that, that, that Christ truly is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And in that, all of our life is held in that beautiful, beautiful span. And so, at our communion celebration, and I'm, having, I'm telling you, I'm having a great time with Pilgrim Fellowship. I am just loving these young people. And we end by sitting up on the chancel, and we have communion um, at the end of our service. And, and I will say, so Jesus, what did Jesus do? And they can now tell me, he took the bread blessed it, broke it, said, this is my body given for you. The cup's a little bit harder, but we're really close. Um, this is my blood in the new covenant poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. And then we ask, what is the mystery of our faith? That Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Him who is, who was, and is yet to come. That Christ is in all of the span of time, way beyond our human understanding and imagining. But Christ is that blessing, that spirit that moves through us and binds us together as a faith community. And our faith communities then connect with other faith communities. And I dare say, then the Christian faith community actually joins together with people of other faiths and no faith as we work to be Christ's hands for this world. Different people come to faith in different ways. I've been having a lot of talk with my teenage grandson who thinks, well, maybe Jesus isn't important. Because, you know, if just everybody was nice and honest and generous and took care of each other, and if they were kind and compassionate, wouldn't that be enough? And I said to him, you know, that's a really good concept if you can do it. And I told him, I'm not quite that holy. I don't have it quite that together. I need to have Jesus to follow. I need to have Jesus' example. I need to have that hope and love and peace 
that Jesus brings into my heart. I need that so I can get out of my way and get beyond myself and actually be in the world in a way that I can help build that kingdom, God's reign. We pray, this kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We might not get it perfect until Christ comes again. We might not get it perfect, but we can see dimly, dimly through that veil of what heaven looks like. We know that heaven, you know, heaven looks like a son being able to take the time off to be next to his mom on her final journey. That's what heaven looks like. Heaven looks like a group of teens putting together, you know, food baskets for those who could use a little extra help so they could really celebrate this holiday and come together and truly be thankful. Our little ones making the very special little um, additions to the baskets that show that they were made with love and with care so that people feel that they're not alone, that they're connected. And we are still struggling at a really hard time. Um, you know, we have been separated. A lot of families still can't come together between um, health concerns and distance and what it takes to travel nowadays and the expense of things. And so we still feel somewhat disconnected, I think, at times. We don't feel like we're tied quite into each other in the same way. And yet we are finding ways to be more connected. So we are finding ways that even in the midst of a pandemic, that we can help build that kingdom here on earth. That we can let Christ come and usher in and work through us to help in times of need. In the angel tree, again, it was our teens. They were, the, I look at the handwriting, I tell you, you know, that there are times you just let a bunch, of, a bunch of young people take over a project and they excel marvelously. And so the blessing of that, as we're able then to reach out and help families who maybe couldn't have much around their tree, and so it brings us, I think rightfully so, as we celebrate Christ's reign in our hearts, Christ's reign in this church, Christ's reign in the world, even if that Christ is not known as Christ to others. We know what that perfect goodness is. We know what that power feels like. We know the way it changes hearts and how it lifts us up times when we're broken. One of the things we always tell each other during hard times, when people are saying it's hard to believe right now, and that's okay because our faith is not a faith we bear alone. Our faith is a faith we bear in community. And if you don't have enough faith today to believe, we can believe for you. And on the days when I'm broken, or others are broken, we come together 
and believe enough for them. Because that belief that we have is not that we'll get it perfect, not that we'll do it all right, not that we can do everything that God needs doing in the world, but that we can do our part. That our hearts, our hands, our feet, our wallets, our calendars, all these things that we have at our disposal, we can use those to help usher in that kingdom, that kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May it be so today and always as we gather together and give thanks for each other and all the blessings that we've received through Jesus' mighty and powerful name, the one who is, who was, and is to come. Amen and amen.